What it do, what it is, what it ain't. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Get Right Podcast. Don't forget to follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to get notifications of new content. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you dig? Cue the music. Yo, what it do, what it is, what it ain't. It's your boy T's the Get Right Podcast, man. And we back, man, for another episode of season four, man. So I'm never rolling solo. I got my man with me, the brain trust, Rod. He gonna give you three words because the word count is ticking. So what's up, Rod? What up, though? And you already know, the people they hate the little love to hate, Mr. Misconception himself, DC. What's good, bro? It's your boy DC in the place to be. Shout out to the 80s, baby. Yes, sir, man. And we got a guest. You know, um, she was going to hang out with us during Women's Month, and then she said, no, nah, I don't want to hang out with y'all. I'm, I'm <laughs> lying. But <laughs> she definitely wanted to be on this show. I really wanted um, her to be on the show to chop it up with us, man, because she got a great story. And, you know, we all about that hot boy summer and that hot girl summer. And she's going to tell you what to do. And she's going to tell you what it is and what it ain't as well. Alcine, what's hey, What's up, everyone? So you are like the CEO, the founder of all things Alcine Extreme. And um, before we get into that, man, tell us who you are. Tell us about yourself and, you know, just give us the 411. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'm an Army brat. I grew up in Germany. I actually went to high school with T. Um, oh, Heidelberg. Yep. yep, in Heidelberg. Yep, graduated uh. 2002. Um, I got into fitness back in 2010. I had uh, reached my highest weight in my life at 315 pounds. I was super depressed. Um, I started taking Zumba and um, it kind of grew from there. My instructor kind of, you know, coerced me into becoming an instructor too at the heavy weight that I was. And she sold me with the, you know, if you're an instructor, you're going to have to be at the gym and they're going to pay you to be here. So I was like, you know what, that actually makes sense. So Kind of went from there. Then I ended up getting three more certifications after that. After about a year of teaching group exercise, um, I got the infamous question of, do you do personal training? So went back and got that certification, got new, uh, nutrition. And here we are, you know, almost 13 years later. And I am certified in almost 40 different certifications. I have my bachelor's in health and wellness and a minor in health education. I've competed in powerlifting uh, and I've won, broke records. I've competed in bodybuilding. I won second place in my first competition in bodybuilding. And now I'm a virtual coach and nutritionist. And I still do in-person training and virtual training. You just said a mouthful. (laughs) A lot of fitness. (laughs) A lot of fitness. So, So one of the things, man, damn. I mean, you got all these certifications. You're doing your thing. Um. 315 pounds. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you, I mean, how, what is that like when you look back at that? That I can't even believe I even got to that point. But, you know, learning what I've learned over the past few years and just, you know, with my own clients and even with myself, it's really easy to get there without even realizing it. You know, because mm-hmm. it doesn't happen where you wake up one morning and you're 100 pounds more than what you were or 150 pounds more than what you were. You know, it's it's a gradual five pounds here, three pounds there, and you're not taking notice and, oh, okay, well, it's not that bad. Still not that big. I still fit my clothes, not realizing you're just stretching everything, you know, until you actually try to buy clothes in the size you thought you were and realize, oh, wait, <laughs> I'm not this size no more. Oh, man. You know? yeah. So what question, what, what, what sparked that change? Like, at what point, you know, so you hit the 315 and then you got on it, but like, what sparked that? Because like you said, it wasn't an over. It wasn't like you woke, you woke up overnight and hey, this is where I am. So I guess can you point to what sparked to say, you know what? Let me get up. Let me make a change. Yeah, it's, it's actually a happy, sad story. Honestly, um, mm-hmm. I was married before, and my ex husband he was deployed. And when he got back from his deployment, he was deployed for uh, fourteen months. When he got back, that's where I gained majority of the weight. And when he saw me, he 
was not happy and he made it very known that he was not happy. So he actually um, was like, well, look, you can go to the gym with me, but him being military and me being 315 pounds at the time, I couldn't do what he did. So I would get frustrated, you know, cause at the time, like being on the elliptical for even five minutes, I was winded, mm-hmm. you know, and it just, it hurt. And um, we were in the 24 hour fitness this is when I was living in Texas at the time. And um, I heard the Zuma class going on. And um, I decided, I was like, you know, I want to try that because they look like they're having fun. There's girls in there that look like me and they're having fun and they're moving. And I was like, I know I need to move. So it kind of started there. And then, um, you know, what kind of motivated me to keep going was his doubt in me. He didn't believe that I would get the weight off. And then when I decided to compete in bodybuilding, you know, when I decided to compete in bodybuilding, I was about 275 at that point. And I was like, yeah, I want to be a bodybuilder. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he just looked at me like really you <laughs> and I was like yeah why not you know <laughs> and my coach you know the, the, he kind of motivated me to even think about it because he was like you know you got some good thighs <laughs> and he was like, and, you know female bodybuilders like that's one of the things they need is you know they need bigger legs and he's like you he's like you're too big to be bikini you're not gonna make that but he's like we can definitely make you bodybuilder and he's like if you're gonna be big why not be muscular too and I'm like yeah let's do it so it took me about 18 months to lose 140 pounds and get on the stage. Oh. And my ex-husband, he couldn't believe that I did it, that he didn't even show up to my competition. He didn't even come see me. Oh, wow. Wow. Yep. But that even pushed me even more. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, because, like, tell me I can't do something. I'm, a, I'm a, now, now it's a mission just to prove you wrong. Oh, so yo, yo, your Instagram timeline crazy. He probably kicking boxes like dang. <laughs> in the back of the he in the back of the break room doing <laughs> throwing boxes around now. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's crazy because I guess to play devil's advocate, I guess I can understand him being skeptical at first. Yeah. But when he sees, like you said, a uh, 140 and 18 months, that means that you've been, you know, gradually you making those changes. Like, at, at what point do you wake up and say, "Okay, she's really taking it serious"? Like, let me, let me get behind her. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. But I, that just never happened. I guess it's like well, that's the question. Maybe, maybe he was checked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But yeah, I mean, and, and you know, up. I know some people go different ways with it, right? Like some people when they're in a relationship like that and, you know, something like that happens, they can, you know, use it as motivation to prove the person wrong or they can let it take them the other way where they don't do nothing about it and get worse. You know, True. I knew I needed to get healthy for myself. Like I didn't like the way I felt. Like I said, it hurt. Like mm-hmm. just to tie my shoes, it hurt. I couldn't breathe. You know, like I didn't want to live like that no more. So You said it. You said one thing that just hit me. It didn't matter what he was thinking. Right. I had to do it for myself. Right. And I, and I hope a lot of people who listen, you know, hear that. You know what I mean? I had to do it for myself. I had to get it out of the mud for myself. Yes, there's always going to be people who doubt, doubt you. You know what I mean? I think you you just got your, you got your degrees. You got all these certifications and everything. You know what I mean? What spurned that? I mean, because like you, like you said, you took some doubt and turned it into yeah. fuel. And then... I guess what you start going to school, you get all these certifications. Like, what even inspired you to get further down, you know, that well and that path? Yeah. So, like, like I said, I started off with Zumba, right? And like, Zumba is great. You know, it's a fun, energetic dance class. You know, it's Latin based. They do a little bit of world music in it, but it's fun. It, you know, it's a party when you go into that class. Mm-hmm. And with cardiovascular activity, yes, you will lose weight, but that's exactly what you're losing is weight, which encompasses muscle mass, water, and fat. You know, so I was losing it weight, but I was losing shape as well. So I'm like, okay, well, how do I get my shape back? You know, because <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to be like, okay, looking skinnier and looking flabbier, you know, like that's not a good look. And so, you know, that's not, you know, you hear that word toning. I don't really believe in the word toning. It's not really a real thing to me, but that's another conversation. But, you know, that's a bar. I agree. (laughs) You know, so doing, you know, strength training, resistance training. I'm like, all right, you know, so I got, I found out about this class that I ended up getting certified in called Ripped. And it's the one-stop body shock. You're doing strength training, you're doing cardiovascular activity, you're doing kickboxing, you're doing core, like literally everything in one hour. I, uh, I didn't never took, I never took the class until I actually got certified in class. So I really didn't know what I was walking into. 
So I walk into the certification. I mean, these are all like, you could tell these are boot camp instructors. Like they are just ripped, all of them. And here I am, you know, like, hi, I lost some weight and I'm here. <laughs> you know? And so the master trainer was like, okay, you know, I want to see who, you know, where everybody's background is. Like, who are my boot camp people? And they're all like, oh, it's us with boot camp, blah, blah. You know, who's my yoga people? They're like, hi, we're here, yoga. Who are my dance, you know, people? And we're like in the corner, like, we think we're in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> but we're there. We paid the money, you know. So I, I took it and I died. Like, I literally died. I was like, I don't know why I just spent money on this. I'll never teach this. And I ended up going back to Germany. I wanted to get a job teaching. I was going to teach Zumba. They were like, well, we have a lot of Zoom instructors. You know, they're like, um, what's this ripped? And I'm like, okay. So I explained to them what it is. They're like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. That sounds real good. Let's let's do that. I'm like, okay. Uh, are you, they, they, they didn't hear that you died and came back to life. Right, huh? that part. I'm like, all right, you know. So I, I was like, in my mind, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to teach it modified. I'm going to do what I can do. I'm going to just give the best class I can give. So that's what I did. Started off with four people. We were in a racquetball room. In second class, I had 16 people in my class. Okay. By my third class, I had almost 80 people in my class. I walked mm. into the gym. They said, hey, uh, we had to move your class onto the basketball court. And right now we're looking for more resistance bands and some water balls or anything that you could use as weights because you got a lot of people in there. And I'm like, mm. what you mean? Why I got all these people in there? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I walk in and yeah, it was sure enough, about 80 people in there all ready to take this class that they heard about with this thick instructor who was doing it modified and she's dying with us. <laughs> oh, wow. Big facts. And I'm like, wow. So that what ended up becoming my niche, you know, like showing people that it doesn't matter what size you are. You know, and that I was going to push through and we're going to do it as a team. We're going to finish together. We're all going to die together, essentially, you know, and that actually really motivated those women back then. And eventually men started taking the class, too, because they realized it wasn't like aerobic, you know. And then, um, you know, once I got into that and saw how my body was changing with the resistance training, I wanted to learn more about it, which is what ended up me going into learning how or getting the different certifications. I wish I just wanted to learn more. I became like a whole fitness nerd. I wanted to know why the muscles grow the way they grow what you know overload progression will do what will tempo do like you know i started experimenting on myself on my body to see like how my body would respond to different things you know and then i was learning how like you know with certain clients with certain you know if they have autoimmune diseases and things like that how that can affect the way that they um their body will respond if they're taking certain medications that can affect the way their body responds how they're eating. So then I wanted to know every bit of the science behind how I can get people what they wanted, you know, based off their goals. So yeah, next thing you know, I'm, you know, signing up for something else and signing up for something else. Yeah. yeah. You you were talking about a uh, progressive, I heard you kind of briefly mention progressive overload and whatnot. And, um, and you did bodybuilding. A couple of questions. One, yeah. are you, you familiar with Mike Mincer and, um, He's a, a bodybuilder from like the 70s, 80s. He used to compete with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. But one thing that he was like kind of famous for was he did what's like the hit training, high intensity yeah. training. So, you know, bodybuilders oftentimes they live in the gym, live six yes. days a week, you know, two hours a day, just, you know, shredded. And his his thing was no only lift every maybe six or seven days. But when you lift, you're doing heavyweight, low reps and give long recovery time it was like kind of controversial because you know bodybuilders are known to be gym rats and uh just want to get your thoughts on like you know the whole high intensity get four or five days rest between uh days going to the gym versus the quote-unquote traditional gym rat that's in the gym six days a week so i know you you worked uh you know bodybuilding well any any thoughts on that Yes. So there is a difference between training for powerlifting and training for bodybuilding. Bodybuilding, they're training for aesthetics, right? So mm -hmm. they're, they're training to make their body look a certain way. And then when they're on the stage, their poses will amplify certain things. So it's, it's a lot of, um, how do I put it? Like you're, you're, you're trying to appear bigger or more ripped in certain ways, just by the way you pose. So with them, the way that they're training, they're doing a lot of split training and your muscles really only need about 48 hours to recover. So if you start off with like um, a Monday, you want to do like chest, you wouldn't work chest again until that Wednesday, Thursday. So you, that allows you to still work your legs. 
So in his case, where he's resting, you know, for six days, how he was training, he more than likely was doing a lot of muscle groups at one time, which would require him to rest a little longer. Mm-hmm. But so like full body. Yes. So in my opinion, like it, at the end of the day, you got to listen to your body. Right. Like you have really got to learn to tune into your body, you know, and I think that's a mistake that a lot of people make nowadays when they're trying to get in shape or get into the gym is they'll follow what other people do. And what other people do is not going to always work for you, you know. So like in my case, like when I was doing bodybuilding, yes, I was in the gym all day because I was teaching. I was training and then I had my own training. I would train for two hours with my with my trainer. He would first start me off with an hour on the Stairmaster. And then we would do whatever lists I had for the day, you know, and then I would go and I would still teach my classes and then I'm training my clients. So I was in the gym for five to six hours a day, you know, six days a week when I was doing bodybuilding. Now that I'm powerlifting, that looks completely different. I only live three times a week now, mm. you know, and then I do hit and I do um, steady state cardio in between. But yeah, it's a completely different training, but this is not about aesthetics. Now. This is all about power. Mm-hmm. I just want to be strong now. Now, granted, yes, the aesthetics are coming with it, but that's not the focus anymore. Who, who are you yeah. trying to beat up? What do you mean who am I trying to? I just want to be strong. <laughs> I just want to be strong <laughs> everybody. <laughs> she want all the smoke. No. Yeah. <laughs> so let me suplex say Rick Ross. It's just, it's just, it's just, <laughs> now, really, what is just challenging yourself to do something different, right? Like, I've, yeah. I've got into powerlifting before, and it's just a challenge to, like I said, do something different now with it's not for everybody for sure, but it's well, and as a female, like I don't want to be like the rest of them. I don't mm-hmm. want to be cat, you know, <laughs> I don't want to be like the rest of them. I'm not trying to be like any of them. I want, I want to show women. There's another, there's another Avenue that you can still be beautiful and be strong too, without having to do all this extra mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this, because you, you mentioned it a few times, like everybody wants to train with this, this thick girl. Yeah. What do you say to those people who who when you say, "Oh, you're you're a bodybuilder, you you work out, you do this, but you don't look like the typical magazine cover of fitness magazine." You know what? You know how they portray that. Right. What do you say to those airbrush? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like what do you, what do you what do you say to those people who say, "Oh, well, you don't look like a trainer. Or why don't my you look like thing, the girl on the magazine?" My first thing I say to them is, "Come work out with me. I'll give you a free session." First thing. Okay. That's the first thing I'll say to them. Come work out with me. You know, if they don't want to come work out with me, I'm like, okay, well, then go watch my videos. (laughs) You know, go see my classes, go see my clients. Like, I mean, I can't lie on results. The results are there. You know, I've been doing this a long, long time, you know, and to be honest with you, size does not depict health because you could be that skinny airbrush model and be anorexic and have, you know, high blood pressure. You could be, you could have, you know, all kinds of comorbidities that people don't even realize that comes with being sometimes being skinny. You know, um, being bigger doesn't always necessarily mean healthy either, but I am healthy. You know, I could show them blood work if they really want to go that far, <laughs> you know, but I, I, my goal isn't to be small. And that's the thing that a lot of people need to understand too. Like, yes, a lot of these, you know, and I, let me preface this by saying there, I have nothing against any other trainers out there. You know, they, everybody's training for their individual goals. My yeah. goal is never to be small, for sure. you know? As somebody took you up on that offer, they was like, "All right, then oh, yeah, they did out. actually." This, this it was a guy. Wow. It was, you know, the funny thing was, and like, this Yeah, it was a guy. It was actually, it was actually a major in the army. I was working at this Y down on near Fort Stewart, and um, one of the one of the soldiers was taking my class, and she had asked if I would do a PT class, you know, for you know her company. I was like, "Yeah, I've done those before. Yeah, definitely, I would love to do it," you know, and so. Um, that, you know, we set up the time, you know, I had to meet them at the gym at 5 a.m., you know, for their, uh, for their PT time, you know, I explained what the class is and this major, I mean, he's, a, it was a, you know, taller, white, bald man. I'll never forget his face. I mean, he was giving me the most ugliest stank eye and I'm just kept looking at him and I'm like, you know, I'm like, sir, you got a problem? You know? Okay. <laughs> he was like, well, I just didn't realize we we're going to be wasting our time this morning. I said, excuse Ooh. me. I said, wasting your time. He's like, yeah, you know, he's like, I thought we were getting a workout. I was like, we haven't even started yet. But I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm going to make sure you get a workout. I promise you, sir. If you don't get a workout, I was like, in fact, if you don't get a workout, I was like, I'll come to one of your PT classes. How about that? I'll come to your PT session. You know, you can smoke me all you want. I'll come. And he was like, okay. 
I'm like, cool. So we started off, we started doing the warm up. So we were doing RIPT and just to kind of uh, break down RIPT, it's an acronym, stands for resistance, working biceps, triceps, and shoulders. Then we do an interval training, which is some type of hit or some type of interval. Then we go into power, which is my favorite section of all. That's working legs, chest, glutes, and back. So squats, burpees, push-ups is all in that session section. Then we go into plyometrics. So that's sports like athletic training, endurance is your kickboxing, and then a bonus score. So we start, you know, we start the class off, we get into the power section. Now, my push-ups versus military push-ups are a little bit different because we are working the chest. So they're a little bit wider. Most um, men that do military press, they are good at them because they have really strong triceps. So they can knock them out real, real fast. Their chest is not that engaged, but I'm wanting to engage your chest. So I'm going to make your elbows go a little wider. So he's doing his push-ups and he's going a little fast. He's not going to the tempo that I asked. So I went back there and I got in front of him and got into my, you know, in my front leaning rest position with him. And I said, uh-uh, no, no, no. I was like, you're pushing with me down. I was like, now hold it. I was like, don't look at the ground. I was like, the ground ain't going to move. Look at me. Fuck your tongue. I'm like, get back up. Let's go. Come on down. I'm like, we're not done. I'm like, this is slow and controlled. I was like, I want you to feel every single muscle in your pectoral because that's what we're working right now. It's not about your triceps. We'll do those later. Back up, you know? And so we did that about 10 more times. We get back up. We do some more other stuff. And then we were going back to the pushups. And so I yelled at the top of my lungs. I was like, look, I was like, welcome to all seen extreme fitness. I was like, this is what we do. I was like, we're going to be pushing Georgia into South America. I was like, you do not come up until I say come up. Now mm. all of a sudden there's a bead of sweat coming off that bald man's head. I was like, oh, sir, are you getting tired? His face is getting red, his arms are shaky. I was like, cause I got more to go. We're only halfway through the class. Mm. He's like, you made your point. I was like, no, I didn't. I'll make my point when the class is done. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> and after that, That's like a- he, he asked if when, you know, if we could set up another class, I said, sure. <laughs> Yeah, like don't play with me. <laughs> yeah, that's a bar. It's funny because I see that in, in the gym, what I call ego lifting. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, you know, guys swinging the weights around, you know, trying to, you know, jerking. You know, that that was my next question. But you're not going through a full range of motion and, and not control, like you said, not controlling the weight, not controlling right. it down, not controlling it up. You know, that's that's ego lifting. You know, you swing yes. your whole body to get the, the like you're doing curls like say if you're doing i see this a lot dumbbell curls especially you know guys yeah. be in the gym in front of the mirror i got these 50 pound weights bro you're swinging the weights up and down what are you really yeah. doing right now you know what i'm saying i was gonna ask her uh that i was gonna ask you what drives you crazy what's your pet peeve that you see oh my gosh the people form. in the gym <laughs> form form i i'm a form nazi i will say that i'm a form nazi <laughs> and it's because you know i prefer that you have quality reps over quantity mm-hmm. yeah you know, like, you know, what are you in here for? Remember what you're in here for. Are you in right. here to impress other people? Or are you in here for you? And I think right. that's ultimately what it needs to be. Is like you, whatever you do, do it for you first. You know, make sure your cup is full for you before you start giving anything out to anybody else. You know, ooh, and like, ooh. yeah. Say that, say that one more time. <laughs> <laughs> make sure your here. cup is full for you first, always, before you can give anything else out to anybody else. Because if you're at an empty cup, how you, how you going to give anything to anybody else? And that's for everything in life, not just lifting. That's everything mm-hmm. in life, you know. But for real, like when it comes to form, like, you know, you in here trying to, you know, compete with the person next to you who's not even paying attention to you. Right. They got their headphones in and they're looking in the mirror, looking at themselves and you think they're looking at you. And I tell that to women all the time. Like, oh, I don't want to go on the, you know, the, the weight floor because the men are going to be looking at me. Yeah, there's some, but some of them honestly do not care about you. They're looking at other men, you know, and not in a gay way. You know, they're looking, you know, yeah, you know like sizing, like, like sizing each other up. Right. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Not that's yeah, not in a gay way, but I'm saying like they're not paying attention to you like the way you think they are. You know, go in there, focus on you, focus on your form, make sure that every rep counts. Every rep counts. Because yep. once it stops counting, that's when you need to stop. Yeah. Take that break, take that rest so that you can reset and get quality reps again. So what do you say to the women that's kind of, you know, anti-lifting? I'm sure you've heard it before. You know, I don't want to lift. I don't want to get bulky like the guys. Yeah. First of all, you can't. Physically, you can't. I say that all the time. Steroids. Like, like, even, like, you know, I the way, the best way I explain it to, like, even my female clients now is I'll show them a picture. I'm a very visual person. If I show them a picture of Olympian female bodybuilder, a lot of those women are over the age of 50. 
And the reason for that is because we naturally do not have enough testosterone to grow the muscle like that. So by the time they get to the point where they're compete, you know, competitive to men, they're older. They have to be, you know, and that means they have right. been doing this consistently for 10 to 20 years to get to that point. So a lot of older women that are professional bodybuilders are in their fifties. You'll see the younger women doing bikini and figure and physique, you know, and then the older women are in, are in bodybuilding because it takes that long. And also with the bulky part, the reason why a lot of women do appear bulky when they first start lifting is because they have not burned the fat off the top of the muscle. So the muscle is growing, but the fat is still there. So that's, what's making you look bulky, burn the fat. And then you, you do that by your diet, fine tuning your diet. Facts. Yeah, I, I just I just wanted to hear somebody say it out loud because I I had to <laughs> you know, I had to to tell my own wife actually like you know because she would just do cardio 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 and I'm like you know you really need to I mean cardio is good but you need to lift weights because you're actually burning carbs uh, or you're burning calories even after you're done working out because your body's repairing itself and that also burns calories. Right. You know? So well, and cardio is exactly that. It's gonna it's for your cardio, it's for your heart, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's called cardiovascular fitness. It's it's for your heart. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna burn stuff, but like I said, it burns weight. You're losing fat, you're losing lean muscle mass. And for women, it is so important that we keep our lean muscle mass. This is why guys can lose weight faster than women. Because they have more lean muscle mass. The more lean muscle mass you have, the more calories you burn at rest. So the one thing that women need to work on is building up that lean muscle mass. And lean muscle mass, it takes up less space in your body. Fat is big. It's bulky. You know? But muscle is a lot it's a lot smaller so yeah the weight on the scale may still say you know 210 215 whatever but you may look like you're 180 if you have more lean muscle mass there it is Mm -hmm. so don't Mm -hmm. always focus on the scale what the weight says i really recommend this something i even tell my clients look at your body fat percentage like that's what i really care about that weight can say whatever it's that body fat percentage i mean that body fat percentage is going up we got a problem yeah like one thing like you said um, man, I, I'm I'm inspired. Um, <laughs> I know a lot of a lot of people who are gonna be listening to this show is inspired because even our wives were excited. There's a lot of people we know are excited to have you uh, on and uh, to hear hear this when we drop. One of the things is as well we talked about this you and I over the phone, and you even shared it. You 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 made you make public statements. You stand on your, on your truth, like, and you talked about depression earlier. You went through about a depression, and yes. and. And you shared that with so many people, which was, and I even told you, you know, me and y'all shot you a text and told you, definitely, I'm proud of you and, and, and love that you're still growing through it and you're beating it. What do you say? And, and if you don't mind sharing that story, we'll love for you too. But also sure. behind that, what do you say to those who are going through that depression as well when they're in that mirror with that doubt? Well, number one, it's really important to have someone, at least one person that you can trust. Mm-hmm. You know, and that one person is that one person that you can at least lean on to be there for you. If you don't have that one person, find your why. You know, why, you know, why do you, you know, why do you even do what you do, whether it's something that you're passionate about, whether it's your job, your kids, you know, because some people, you know, unfortunately that have battled depression, their kids weren't enough for them or their family wasn't enough for them. You know, but find something that is enough for you and always focus on that. You know, when we talk about depression, yes, I've been there to the point where I attempted suicide. And that Mm. was actually the same year that I started trying to lose weight. 2010, 4th of July weekend has always been a very, very hard weekend for me because 2010, 4th of July, I attempted to take my life. Um, I had a gun to my head. I actually shot the, fired the gun. And um, fortunately, my my ex-husband at the time, he was able to get the gun away from me and get all of our, the rest of our guns to our neighbors and call the police. And the police uh, did not take me to jail. They took me to um, an observation in uh, Fort Worth. And I was stuck in a room with a lot of other people with this big window where nurses just basically watched us for three straight days. And I remember thinking after about about four hours of being in there, I don't want to be in here. (laughs) And it really ain't that bad what I was going through. Like, it was like, I had that revelation, like, okay, yes, I'm sad. Yes, this sucks, but I'm not really ready to die yet for that, especially being in here, you know, and seeing other people. It was like, I I don't want to be in here anymore, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, 
Have I had those thoughts since then? Yes, I have. As I've had it a few more times after that. I hadn't taken any action on it. And honestly, working out for me has helped me through that depression and helping other people has helped me through that depression. I love, love, love helping other people. I love being there for other people. So that's kind of my why now is I just want to be that person, be that village for other people that don't have one. Um, when I'm with my clients and things like that, I tell them very first day when they do that first consultation call, we're now friends. And that means I'm not just your coach. That means if you need to talk to me about something outside of fitness, you can. That's dope. And they, they, they know they have that open door with me. They can text me, call me, and if I can't answer them right then and there, they, they know I will call them as soon as I can, you know, and I do, and I keep that, I keep my word at that. A lot of my clients that I've had, like whether they're training with me or not anymore, we're still friends. They still can call me because I know how important that is. Mental health is something that is not discussed enough, Yep. you know, mm -hmm. and people are going through battles that you would never, ever imagine. Like when people see me, when they find out my story and what I've been through and they're like, you're always smiling. I'm like, yeah. Because it's better to smile than cry. You know, a lot of my smiles is me trying to hold tears back, you know, but I keep going, I keep pushing and I keep pushing because I know I got people that are, you know, looking up to me and I know that they're going through something too. And I, and I feel like if I could be there for you somehow in a way, you're going to be there for me at the same way, whether it's me just listening to you and hearing, you know, what you're going through. And now I'm not focused on myself so much and I can refocus later on what I need to do. You know, but I will give you the best thing. This is this is the best thing I could give your followers and even people who may want to follow me one day. One thing that I give my clients is this tool called CTFAR. Okay, that's a, it's another acronym. The C stands for circumstances. Usually, we can't change our, change our circumstances. They they are what they are. The T and the F stand for your thoughts and feelings about the circumstance. Your thoughts and feelings about the circumstance will dictate what actions you take and will dictate the result that you get. Mm -hmm. If you do not like the result, which is the R, if you do not like the result, go back to your thoughts and feelings so that you can make a different action so you can get the result that you want. Mm -hmm. And I break that down for all my clients. Like, you know, perfect example. Okay, I didn't lose weight this month. Okay, so that's the circumstance. You didn't lose any weight. So we, we can't change that. It didn't happen. All right, so what's your thoughts and feelings? I'm frustrated. Okay, so what are you going to do about it? Well, you know, I haven't really done anything. I, I missed another workout today because I just didn't feel like it. Oh, okay, so what's the result? You're still gaining weight right now, right? Okay, let's change your thoughts and feelings. All right, we know that last month was, it, you know, it, it, was, it was a wash. So what are we going to do this month? I'm going to be more consistent. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the way I think about that. So now you're actually being more consistent. That's the action. Now the result is you've lost two or three pounds. We're going the right way now. And you can yeah. apply that to everything about any circumstance you're going through, your thoughts and feelings about any circumstance you're going through, can you can change the result of that circumstance just by changing the way your thoughts and feelings are about it. Mm, you got that? You got a shirt? You got that on a shirt? I can make it. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely can make it. Yeah, I've, I've heard of that. And that, that's a fact, man. I, I probably focus on the AR the most. You know, say I don't. And a matter of fact, I think I've probably said something along those lines in in, in previous pods. It probably just they didn't come across come across as eloquently as as you put it. I think never. <laughs> 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 but that's a fact, though. It's just like yeah, you could you got your thoughts and your feelings, but like you got to get to the AR. You know, so yep. you got to take action to get results. Otherwise, you're just kind of sitting yeah. around complaining, and don't nobody want to hear that. All day. Speaking of results, now, yeah, like I said, you know, we're gonna have we're gonna be a little silly because our scene was hot and it was in a good way. She had listened <laughs> to our episode, you know, it was for love of money. So DC just you know, season two, we talked about BBLs, we talked about vanity. <laughs> uh, she okay. she know where I'm going. <laughs> so she was like, Listen, I listened to this episode. And she wasn't <laughs> mad at it, but I've seen you use the a word, you was like cookie cutter. Everybody's going cookie cutter. I'm yes. going to give you the floor and I want you to share your thoughts. On Again, that. let me preface this. Anybody who gets, you know, any type of surgeries, that's, that's your personal decision. I'm not against it, you know, per se. What I am against is everybody looking alike and like, you know, or doing, and when I was using the word cookie cutter, that was more for the, um, the workout plans that you see. You know, some of these uh, influencers out here, yes, they go out here, you know, they get these surgeries. Now all of a sudden they're a fitness, you know, pro 
they make this little, you know, cookie cutter program that says, oh, you know, get your butt like mine, that my BBL program without a BBL, even though they have a whole BBL that you can tell. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> and because unfortunately, you know, a lot of these women out here, we, you know, we're, and I say we're, including myself, are so self-conscious. You see these women and you're like, okay, I want to look like that. I want to do what they're doing. They're, they're selling me a program that says that this will promise me these results and they buy it. And then here's the messed up part. They buy the program, right? Mm-hmm. About 10% of the people that actually buy the program actually complete the program, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's not, there's no real results being shown. Like you'll see all these women saying that they got these people, you know, getting these results and what they're doing is stealing pictures from other people who have got the results. Mm-hmm. And see, I, you know, you know, I am not the type of person that will screenshot and, you know, go public and call these people out because I just feel like I don't need to do that to get my clientele, but I've seen it <laughs> where I'm like, wait a minute. I saw that same before and after on another person's page or, you know, that same before and after on somebody else's website, you know? And yeah. The, mm. Yeah. You was hot. <laughs> uh, yeah. And because people are, because a lot of women are just all, they're starting to all look alike now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. why do you want to look like that? Like every, that's not natural. To we're not we're not made to look like everyone else. We're supposed to look like ourselves, and understand that you are beautiful right where you are. Talk your talk. You know, like yeah. you are beautiful. You don't need this big ball. I mean, I get it aesthetically. Yes, I get it. Like it looks, it may look better, but you don't need that. Like I look at like Aaliyah, God rest her soul. She had mm-hmm. no chest, no. Mm-hmm. Ass. Wait, am I allowed to cuss? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. No ass. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he was gorgeous. NASA talk. Yeah. Facts. You know, yeah, I'm like, how do we go from that beautiful natural beauty to this unauthentic? I mean, and again, if that's what makes you happy, go for it. But if it's you know, a lot of people that get that, it's almost like um, like how do I put it? If you're not already happy with you, no amount of makeup, no amount of surgery is not gonna it's not gonna make you happy. You gotta mm-hmm. already be happy before you make a decision like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, a, a life altering decision like that. You have already you gotta get your mind right because if not, and if you get this surgery, you're already you know dealing with some type of depression, and you get this surgery to try to alter the way you look. You may not like the way you look afterwards. And I've mm-hmm. seen that. I have a friend who ended up having to get her implants removed. Because she, you know, she got them done because she, you know, wasn't very um, endowed there. And then she got into fitness. She started losing a lot of weight. And it got to the point where the implants looked too big for her body. Yeah. You know, and so she just looked, she just looked bad in her opinion. She looked bad. So she decided to get them removed. And thank God she did get them removed because they were rotting inside of her. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, and she even did, she has a YouTube where she shows like the implants have rotted. Wow. And you know, there, there's a, strong push from k michelle on that entire yep movement right because yeah. obviously she almost died from having all the stuff in her so she has her own show where she's advocating against it um but you know i i, I get like when we talked about last whatever season that was t again knows the seasons but uh <laughs> it's 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 to a point where and I don't know if it's just an America thing or it's a worldwide thing, but everyone wants easy, right? There's yes. there's no easy road to anything. So when it when you can just go out and instantly change your shape and your body and the way you look, they feel, in my opinion, they feel like that's going to fulfill them. And it's not because you didn't work for it, right? When you work for it, you have a deeper appreciation because you know how hard it yep. was to get there. Big facts. And they're not seeing that right now. They just see that, Hey, I can go fly to wherever, you know, I haven't been to Miami, but I'm hearing if you get on a plane to Miami, you're going to see everybody on pillows coming back because they all got BBLs. But, you know, hopefully we get to a point where social media kind of calms down a bit. I don't see it happening, but maybe, you know, (laughs) hopeful. Um, But if they calm down a bit and, you know, women can start back being, women right and not trying to emulate everything they see like social media has changed changed really the the face of who we are as a society and it's unfortunately you know some good to come out of it but unfortunately there's some some huge negatives that we're starting to see and it's going to only continue 
Yeah, well, I'll tell you what's to, to piggyback off of that. Now you're starting to have people compete with AI. Like, you see these yeah, AI saw, pictures? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I was going to ask for that. Yep, I wanted to ask you that. I was saying, like, what, how are you combating this with? Oh, Al, my God. With Al seem extreme in the world of AI and, and social media to what Rob was saying. Yeah, so um, actually one of my clients had reached out to me regarding like the AI because she's like, yeah, you know, um, I see that people are using AI to create fitness plans now. <laughs> And I was like, what? So I was like, let me, let me go see what this is about. Cause I, you know, this was now this was new to me. So I was like, let me research this and see what kind of plans they're actually putting out. So you type in, okay, I want a plan that's gonna help me, you know, grow, you know, muscle or whatever, whatever. And it spews out again a cookie cutter plan. And I mean, I looked at it and I'm like, okay, this plan is, you know, it's not bad if I was just gonna post something just like, you know, like let's say just like a content post. Like this is a basic, very, very basic workout I could give someone, you know? So if, if you're looking for something basic, yeah, definitely use AI for that. But if you want something specific towards you and ensure and guarantee the results you want, you're going to need somebody who's there every step of the way and watching how your body's responding. Because like with me, with my clients, they have to send me pictures, you know, especially my, my virtual clients, they have to send me pictures every week. And if I see their body's not doing what I need it to do, I'm changing stuff in their plan. I'm changing mm -hmm. stuff in their diet, you know, like, uh, AI can't do that. AI is not going to be able to 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 you know can't be that detailed. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the AI is getting ridiculous. Like I'm seeing AI live streams with people. Mm -hmm. uh, I just saw that on TikTok, and I'm like, what is this? And it's weird, you know. Like, <laughs> and they're they're getting all this these this this intention to it, and you know. Oh, <laughs> I mean, all I can say is iRobot, Terminator, Matrix, right. Okay? That's all I got. Big facts. There <laughs> right. it is. It's here. Right. Hey, speaking of TikTok, like you, you have a lot of fun on TikTok, but also I you, do. You've you've been informative. Like one video I saw, and I was like, "Oh, this is what it is." You was like, "Hey, ladies, hey, you was like, fellas, you want to tighten up your pecs, ladies? With some boobs, not the sack. Here's what you do with the dumbbells." I was like, "Oh, damn, okay." you can lift your chest without having implants and i and i mean i i tell people all the time i'm a testament to it like i'm not you know small chested but i'm not sagging either and that's because i built the muscle behind it so teaching people how to do that you know like there's ways to get the body you want without having to put a knife and needle to it you know 100 percent. what d well, what dc said unless you know you're trying to get a zaddy on the other flip side of that, yeah, like there are women that are doing that, you know, for money, like as far as like, you know, it, for their platform, they have to look a certain way. It's kind of like, like, you know, professional bodybuilders, Olympians and stuff like that. They are taking steroids because that's what people want to see. You don't want to go to Olympia paying $1,500 a ticket to see some regular natural body person. No, you're looking for that freak of nature. Mm -hmm. Right. So like you, they have to do that to, to, to have that image. And then you have some people for their platforms, they have to look that certain way. So the only way they can is by getting that surgery, you know? So there, for some people, there is a real reason behind them doing it besides just, you know, vanity, you know, mm -hmm. like it's what they have, they have an image, you know, but um, for the, the average, the average person is, it's not necessary. You know, that makes me think of when you, you, you mentioned all that. It makes me think of like OnlyFans models and whatnot. Oh, and, bro, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, you know, they get to get a lot of work done and, and they making their money. But then it's like, OK, how long can you do that? And what do you do after? Like, I don't I kind of wonder what's going to happen like 20 years from now when you got these 20 year old models and now they maybe in their, in their 30s and 40s. Like you made your money when you were young. But how do you get back into the quote unquote regular working force? You know what I mean? Because I, I don't think they're going to be able to retire, you know, off of, I mean, maybe a few can, but I would think for the most part, folks can't retire off of OnlyFans money. It's like, what are you going to do after that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, after you done busted open on the internet, go to the next the, wave. That's the unfortunate part about social media is that a lot of people feel like that's all they got to do is they got to be the YouTube star, be the OnlyFans star, and that's it. They, they set. You know, and yeah, they may make money, a lot of money in the very beginning, right? Like the first couple of months or maybe their first year, they may bring in a lot. But if they're not investing that money or, you know, making that money work for them, yeah, they're, they're going to be broke. And they're not going to have any skills or anything to do, you know, with themselves in the future. And it's really sad.
and that's that's where this generation's going now. Everybody wants to be a YouTube star. Everybody wants to be a TikTok star. Everybody wants to do OnlyFans. Nobody wants real skills anymore. You know what's going to happen when we don't have any more plumbers? You know, <laughs> like right. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. That's a fact. Well, you know, let me ask your thoughts on something. So you know, they have those um, these bands. You see uh, a lot of women where it's like a, maybe it's called a waist trainer. You put it on. It's supposed to like make her stomach sweat more or something like that when you work out. I always was very skeptical. Trying to get those, the waist snatched is what the of those guy. things. But what what are your thoughts? Would you say those actually produce any results? Yes, if used correctly. Uh, yes. mm-hmm. so, so when I so when I say used correctly, I'm not talking about somebody wearing a waist trainer and just wearing it all day while they're sitting there watching TV and eating chips. Mm-hmm. So oh, man. the waist trainer can be beneficial. Well, I'll start with the, the, the non-beneficial. It can be non-beneficial to you if you are doing it that way because it will it'll act like a cast. Like, has have any of you ever broke a bone before? No, not yeah. Okay, so with a cast, you know, you obviously your that arm or leg or whatever is immobilized, right? So what ends up happening is the muscles in that arm or leg are starting to atrophy. So by the time it's time to take off your cast, you notice that the arm or the leg is a little smaller. Same thing will happen with the waist. The muscles in your stomach will atrophy if you're not doing anything to keep them strong. Mm. So for me personally, I am not against waist trainers. I personally don't wear them. I wear, I used to wear them a lot. I'll wear them every now and then for more of back support. But even when I was wearing them consistently, I only wore them when I was working out and it was usually doing cardio. You know, and they have different types of waist trainers. Um, I tell people who are wanting to wear them for like lifting, you want to get like a smaller torsoed one because you don't want that waist trainer to be squeezing on your ribs when you need to expand to breathe to get that weight up. You know, Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like if I were to, you know, give just a blanket response to waist trainers, it's great for cardio. Mm -hmm. And now actually you think that can actually take inches off the waist or it just promotes it you to promotes sweat more. It and it, it, it shapes you as it says, it does shape you mm. because it's constricting you, you know, for so long, but you have to be consistent with it. Like you really have to be consistent with it. But mm. again, like, you know, like I said, if you're not working out with it, you're going to, those muscles are going to weaken and you don't want that to happen because your core, that that's, that's your foundation of your body. Everything you do starts in that core. Yeah. You know, and so if your core is now weakened because you basically create this cast effect, that can affect everything else in your body. You don't want that. Yeah, you're tipping over everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. I mean, you won't, you, you'll have more pain. You'll be more susceptible to injury. Like, you you just, you don't want to do that. But as long as you're at least working out with it and you're not wearing it, some, like, I, I know this one girl, she slept in hers. And that is so dangerous because it is, you know, constricting your organs and things. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say I do, you know, now this is no science. I have to say this is no science behind this part. But, you know, there are a lot of people that say, you know, oh, yeah, you know, you're moving around your organs and things like that. Well, for women, that's not really that big of a deal because when we get pregnant, our organs move too. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's mm-hmm. not, you know, that's not really that dangerous as the way they make it sound, but it is something to be of concern when you're going too tight. Like if you are starting off at a 40 inch waist and you're trying to go down to a 20 inch waist. Yeah. That's not something you want to, you know, you don't want to constrict that hard on yourself. You it's know, like I sets, right. Like back in the yeah. day, that's what they wore and they wore them. And then sometimes it would happen too tight where you would see the women passing out, mm-hmm. you know, and, and sometimes they would break the ribs even. Yep. And so like even even with um this like what I would call like the sports trainers or you you know where they have that neoprene that you know promotes the sweating and things like that. That that if it's too tight, it could it could do the same thing to you. You just gotta be really, really careful. But um now sweating, I wanna say this for the followers too. Sweating yeah. does not mean you've lost weight. <laughs> I, I just wanna put that out there. To lose fat, believe it or not, is through your breath. <laughs> Breathing, how, yeah, just breathing. It's through your, it's through your breath is how you lose fat, um, not from sweating. I am someone who doesn't sweat a lot, and trust me, I work out really, really hard, and I don't sweat nearly as much as like my boyfriend sweats. Like he sweats a lot, you know. But sweating does not mean you're losing weight. It just means you're losing water. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you drink water, you're going to replenish back the the water you just lost. You got to breathe. Just breathe. <laughs> breathe. So when you say, so could you expand on that? Because I'm not quite like. 
it through your breath, the fat goes out through your breath. Yes. Huh. So like you like just like just fat mist just kind of comes out of the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. So let me put it like this. So your fat cells, right? Like Mm -hmm. you, you're everybody has fat cells. And the only way to truly lose like the fat cell is through liposuction. They would have to actually remove the fat. So when you are losing fat in the sense that we're talking about, it's your cells are shrinking. Mm -hmm. Okay. So although, yes, um, I say it's through your breath, um, the fat cells shrink because the carbon dioxide that's trapped in the cell from when you are bigger, it gets exhaled out of your body. So that's what's causing the cell to, the cell to actually shrink. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So breathing exercises, like, you know, because I you know, usually when I tell people that, like, oh, well, if I just breathe a lot, I'm going to lose. No, no. <laughs> actually exercise. Because we're trying to release the, the carbon dioxide out of the fat cells. Mm. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. I mean, you know, which which certification was that? Like eight or thirty-eight, forty-one? <laughs> which one? Which one? Nutrition that... certification. My ISSA nutrition certification. I'm an ISSA elite certified trainer now. Ooh, all right. So you're doing nutrition. What's what's the what's the go-to meal that can keep you like uh what I don't even know. What's just your go-to meal as a nutritionist though that you would recommend like on a Steady a go-to diet. meal? Yeah, okay, steady, so, a steady diet. Ugh, uh, hmm. I eat a lot of different things. Like I'm a big foodie. Like I love food. Oh yeah. I, yeah, yeah, real quick. I love food. Um, but like let's say if I'm like, okay, because I work a lot, I you know, I have a full-time job and then I run two um two businesses of my own as well. So some nights when I come home, I'm not like, I don't want to like cook, cook. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna sound super, super weird, but this is what I'll grab to eat. I, I'm a I love breakfast. Like I can eat breakfast any time of the day. Mm, me too. <laughs> oh, right, right, me too. Right. Me <laughs> too. Oh my gosh. Mm. So and when I like come home late and I'm like, okay, I, I need to eat something. I want something that has some protein in it. You know, of course, I want to always. I always have something green at dinner. Like I need to always have something green. And usually my go-to vegetable is broccoli because I just love broccoli or yeah. broccolini. I really love broccolini when I can find it. But um, I will make me. I'll scramble me some eggs. And I will make me some toast, and okay. I'll I'll get the like the you know the steamable micro uh, microwave broccoli, and I'll do that, and that'll be my dinner. I'll be something quick. And if it's like if I'm feeling extra hungry, then I'll throw a protein shake in with that. And that's okay. just I'm very simple. Now, do I do the extravagant meals too? Yeah, you know. But a lot of my clients that I deal with too, they need easy. <laughs> So I'm a the queen of easy meals. <laughs> like I, I even wrote a uh, ebook for five ingredient meals because mm. yeah, I want stuff easy, easy, healthy, and tasty. It has to taste good. Nice. So, gotta be silly, you know. I'm not, yeah. You said your boyfriend. You brought that up. Yes. How did he? How did y'all meet? Was it at the gym? No. And was there an <laughs> intimidation factor? Like, dang, because you want to beat up everybody just in case because you want to be powerful. Was there an intimidation <laughs> factor? Like, damn, she like in the gym, like lifting more than me. Like, no. I got to hide behind her if somebody try to take her purse. So I guess like, well, I my boyfriend, know. he's six foot seven. So oh, okay. <laughs> it's kind of hard to intimidate him. And then he lifts as well. So he's just big and tall. So it's you know kind of hard to. He's big for no reason. He just walk around, <laughs> Debo and everybody. I'm about to say he, he had the hoop. He had at least hoop or something. Yeah, he did. He did. He, he played basketball and he played football. And okay. now you know he lives. And um, it's funny because we actually were just talking about this today. Where I was like, you know, would you ever take me to the gym with you? He told me no, flat out. And I was like, why not? Like, damn, why? Wouldn't... He's like, because you are a form junkie. And he's like, and I'm not trying to hear your mouth. I was like, I'm just trying to make you better. Because <laughs> like he'll show me things like yeah I did this in the gym like how did you do that again it's like never mind don't even worry about it <laughs> so y'all don't even talk about working out that's like that's we, not like, yeah, we oh, talk that's about not it. he just he doesn't like to show me like his form or something or what he's doing or if he tells me he's hurting somewhere I'm like well what were you doing you know and I could I could pinpoint why you're hurting but you don't want to show me <laughs> yeah I'm just gonna take this tile and I'll go to bed never mind then never mind. <laughs> But no, there was no intimidation factor. And we actually met on Tinder, believe it or not. There was no intimidation Tinder, bro. So who's, who's swiped yeah. right? Who's swiped right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, he swiped on me first. <laughs> yeah. He swiped on me first. 
But yeah, we actually met two years ago and then reconnected a year later. Okay, that's what's up, man. Shout out to him. Yeah. Shout out to him. Yeah. But yeah, All there's day. no intimidation. I mean, he actually likes the fact that I lift heavy and I like to lift heavy. He's very encouraging and very supportive of it all. Yeah. Heavy lifting. So what's the heaviest you've lifted on a bench, uh, deadlift, all of those things? Whatever. Squat rack. Squats. Oh, you see, I seen that photo on the squat rag, and everybody was staring at her crazy, and she's screaming. <laughs> I'm like, man. So, <laughs> my okay, let me start off with this. So, my my powerlifting coach, his name is uh, Skinny Man. That's his name. Well, he he get, everybody has to have a gym name. So, I'm Allison Extreme. He's Skinny Man, and the reason why he's Skinny Man is because he's 195 pounds and he deadlifts over 700 pounds. He's 69 years old. He is from Hepsiba, Georgia. Very, very country, and he's also a pastor. <laughs> but he talks a lot of junk in the gym. Um, so when I started training with him, you know, whenever I would do anything, first thing he would do is be like, you know, call any guy out that was like looking at me, like, yeah, this one for you. You know, if you want to lift like a man, look at you know, look at Alcine Extreme. <laughs> <laughs> so my deadlift, heaviest deadlift in competition I did was 410 pounds. Mm. Um, the heaviest deadlift I've actually done was 430 pounds. Nice. Um, squat, I've done 405 in squat and bench 225. Nice. Oh, all right. Okay. The NFL Let's go get it. <laughs> That's dope. That's fire. So one last, one last question. And then, you know, definitely, you know, we'll, we'll hang it up in a little bit, but you know me, mm -hmm. hey, Rod, DC, you know, I know where I'm going with this. We on that vanity a little bit. So I've seen one. I seen you. You recently. You had got the dreads. You had propped out the person who you know got your braids. Not dreads. Your braids together. Yes. Right. So you go to the salon. All women do. What is your take? Because I got the baldy. And let's say we we catch that <laughs> we in Georgia. We in Georgia. We gonna pull up because you know we gonna take this thing on the road as we expand. We in Georgia. Next time you see me, I got I got the box like kid and play. Uh -huh. What's your What's your take on that with with guys? You know, getting the hair. Done. Go to the salon. Get the hair done. The hair piece. Cause it's not two pays. I don't know what you call it. I'm gonna defer to Rob. Rob might have a, the the real name for it. But what's your take on that? You cool with that? What What if your boyfriend showed up like that with dreads? Why would I? Why would I have the real name on it? Because you 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 have a fun fact. Like this is what it's really called. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Man, piece. Oh yeah, I'll even share it. Like I will take it there. Your boyfriend. He showed up with dreads. Next Me week, personally, like, I wouldn't good. care as long as it looked good because half the time, like, because now that I know men are doing this, half the time you can't even tell some of these men have actually done that because it looks so good on them. Yeah, these barbers are nice. Yeah, like it, like it's just like how they do women. Like it's pure talent. So me personally, as long as you are happy and it looks good, it don't look, you know, it don't look like you know fake or anything like that. I don't, I don't have no problem with it personally. I may ask questions if I know you personally. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I just said, I may ask, I mean, but it would be like a private joke thing. Like, okay, what did you do? How'd they do it? <laughs> like, it looked good, though, bro. It looked good. But no, I, you know, I, I'm not. I don't judge people on stuff like that. All right. I what about your boyfriend? So let's say he showed up with. The if he did it too, I, I would probably laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. Damn. Laugh some more. I'd probably look at it some more. Probably want to touch it. He probably smacked my hand. I'll laugh some more. I'm like, okay, baby, you look good. You happy though? <laughs> nah. yeah I, like i said i probably i wouldn't laugh him that hard maybe maybe for about five minutes i'd laugh but uh <laughs> but no oh, i mean you know i get to the point where i can't even make sound anymore just you know the motion <laughs> mm -hmm. can't breathe yeah, right, right. Okay. But no, I, so you get your, your ab workout in. I, I would really want to touch it. I would want to see, like, if it looks, again, if it looks natural, as long as it looks natural. <laughs> and like I said, like, you know, like you said, the, the barbers, they're doing really good with it now because some of these guys I've seen, I'm like, dang. Now, there is this one guy I saw, I think it was on Instagram, and I think he's done a few videos with Jess Hilarious where they do the shaker. <laughs> Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I see. And those. he tried to brush it and it like came right off. <laughs> <laughs> right now that I can't help you. <laughs> That's what it right. 
T Wild, bro, with this hey, hair, man. Know, I, I, hey, man, you know I'm always going to ask that question, though, man. But I think he's looking for somebody to give him approval, bro. I was just about to say that if you want to do it, man, just right. I'm not going to do it. I am not going to do it. See, I will not judge you. Listen, listen, listen. These dudes are like my brothers, 100, but I'm going to hear it every second. See, you got to understand, DC don't let things go. Nope. Like he don't let things go. It, it, it'll be it'll be next year, and he'll be still talking about one of the episodes that he's like, "See, I told you." <laughs> and that's just the way he. That's that's him, and that's that's my guy. That's my dog. So he won't let it go, man. Rod, Rod will like 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 you said, he'll come with the knife hand with the joke. So Rod will like stab me every time we together. If his mm-hmm. wife, my wife, would get together, he'd be like, "Yo, that was that one time, bro. Y'all want to hear a story about <laughs> like see? So like, no, not me." Not me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be dead and gone. They'll probably come visit me. It's like, yo, you remember that one time, though, bro? I for <laughs> sure say, I will for sure say that at your eulogy, bro. Like, yo. <laughs> see, see, bars, <laughs> bars. So for me, I don't want to live it down, and I don't, want, I don't even want to die it down. So that's just what it is <laughs> with me. <laughs> I'm gonna support you in public, though, man. I'm gonna hype you up, though. <laughs> and that's how I'm supposed doors. to be. That's mm-hmm. how it's supposed to be. You know, oh, people that you know, you love your close friends, family. Yes, behind closed doors. Oh, you gonna get this smoke, but in public, yeah, yes. at the kickback, so support, right? <laughs> yeah, we had, to, we had, we had, bro, we had the kickback. We had, we on the back patio. Oh, you you gonna hear these jokes, bro, guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you catch day. these jokes. So, Alcim, where? For many who listening, where where can people reach out to you, find you, follow you, all those good things? You know, where you know Facebook, Instagram, your website, you know, your ebook. Like, where can we find all of this information and tap in with you? Sure. So my website is alcinextreme.com, and that's A L C I N E X T R E M E, and um, that's where they can if they want to get a consult with me, if they want to check out any of my um like i have my own resistance band i have of course the ebooks i have uh, a meal portion plate have a whole like clothing and things like that on my website okay. um if they want to follow me on social media i'm on tiktok i'm on uh instagram i'm on facebook i'm on snapchat it's all alcin extreme or alcin extreme fitness if they type in alcin extreme they'll find me because I'm the only one. <laughs> yeah. You like on that? Everything. You like LinkedIn, that? Everything. <laughs> and YouTube. Whew. Yeah. Let's go. Let's get it. Hey, Rod, 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 as you know, I was saying you listen to the show. Rod usually gives us a word of encouragement. You've been on fire with some good quotes. I mean, I'll, I'll defer to Rod if he want to give it, pass that torch to you to, to end us with a good quote. Or Rod, you know, as always, I'm gonna always ask you to take us home, bro. It's up to you, man. I, I, you know, I keep them locked and loaded. So, if she got one that she wanted to throw out, go for it. If not, I got one locked and loaded. <laughs> I'm gonna let you have it, Rod. I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, first and foremost, thanks for being a part of this. Yes. And I took some jewels away from you. Um, I will say, I'm glad you failed at suicide. Cause now yep. you can help somebody else live, so that's dope. Thank you. Yeah, that is dope. But yep. for our, our quote this week is from my guy Rick Rigsby. If y'all don't know who he is, y'all should yeah. check him out. Dude is fire, brother. Uh, good enough is not good enough if it can be better, and better is not good enough if it can be best. Mull on that. That's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Big facts. I do have to thank all of you. Thank you, T. Thank you, DC. Thank you, Rod. Like this was fun. I was very excited about this. I appreciate y'all. I'm glad. You know, you know, you canceled on us. You know, you put your family in front of us. (laughs) (laughs) Put your family first. (laughs) No, man, we we moving our schedule. No, (laughs) she gonna reach out like, oh, I, I, my family in town, so I can't. Can't hang up with y'all. I gotta spend time with my family. I'm like, what? No. Well, I'll we see. That was the, that was the smart move to do. Oh, yeah, yeah it sure was. <laughs> it sure was. And when the opportunity came up, because she said she's like, I want to be on the show. Like, don't don't think like just because I canceled, like I ain't trying to be on this show. She made that very very clear to me. So right. I'm trying to be on. Like, don't don't hold this against me. I'm like, nah. It's all love. So definitely appreciate you. We that I I hope a lot of people, you know. Our people who listening, man, and even on your on your network as well, the people who who, who support you, listen and take something from this, man, because 
I'm with Rob. I'm glad you're still here. And I told you that. I told you. I was like, yeah. hey, sis, I'm proud of you. Like, keep doing your thing. And I, and I, you know, we had that conversation. And, and I'm proud of you. And I'm proud you're still here. And I'm proud of the growth that you're doing. And, um, yeah, you're killing it. And I hope you can continue to motivate others. Because I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear your voice still um, as well to give us insight to be better and to be stronger, you know, mentally, physically, all that. Yes. Yes, that's what it's about. One day at a time. One day at a time. So, all day. And then, you know, if we we about to be hot boy summer out here. Definitely. <laughs> Chilling it. You know, if we, and I might, you know, I'm going to reach out to you. Like, hey, give me some more tips and tricks because I'm trying to be out here looking fly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Hoochie Daddy yeah. short season is, is yes. here. Yes. For y'all, too. <laughs> I would love to gift you guys one of my ebooks for real. Like y'all can go on my site and tell me which one you would want, and I'll I'll, I'll love to. Oh give man, it to that's email. love. Hey, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, and if you yeah. want, like, if you guys give me your address, I can send you the the portion plate and you know some other gifts as well, just for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Oh, that's love. We appreciate that. Yeah, we appreciate you. Yeah, I'm on here right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> high protein. Get strength exercise <laughs> to lose weight. Look, I'm on this site right now. I ain't playing. <laughs> five ingredient recipe book. That that's what I want. That's it, right? The there. five ingredient, yeah. Five ingredient recipe. I, I, you know, we're gonna shoot you the info. We're definitely gonna chop it up and shoot you the info. We appreciate you as we wrap it up. Man, hey, you know, you know, Rod gonna kick it off with the three words on the introduction. I'm gonna end it with the three. Kill the music.